welcome to Lunch with Cher. But it's not really Lunch with Cher. Technically, it's Chick-fil-A with Dan. And we are standing on, like, the, the bridgeway. Like, you know how they had an uh, Arrested Development where the guy had the stair cart? Yes. Did you ever see that? Oh, yeah. We're on the stairs of a stair cart outside of an airplane at DIA. Dan and I are getting ready to go to uh, Los Angeles to see the Buffaloes play UCLA. And we're sitting out here eating Chick-fil-A in the sunshine. So no Jer, no Sam, but I've got Dan, and hell, that's all I need. That's great. You're not going to tell everybody that I spilled on myself, are no, you? No, you did. You, you've been away from your wife for about 18 minutes, and you've already spilled on yourself. I know. She's going to be shocked. Weird. And then, you know, your jacket's all sticky? That's, that's why it's sticky. That's why. Yeah. Don't be gross. This is a family program. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, Dan. Glad to have you. Um, it took us a little bit longer to get up and running because I had to hold Dan's hand through the application process for voice memos. I didn't have voice memos app on my phone. How do you send people voice memos without that app? Oh, so what I do is I don't send them. Oh, good idea. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah, What's okay. something that you used to love as a kid that you still love to do now? Just gives you joy. Like riding on an airplane, that's one of mine. Oh, I still it? stare out a window. I look at clouds. I'm giddy about it. So are you mad that I, I gave away your window seat? No, I'm fine with that. I put it so I that we could sit together, but now you don't have the window seat. Yeah, but I keep putting the, the armrest down between us, and you keep putting it up. Why well, like more space? I also like it when our hips touch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just one side. If they touch when we're face-to-face, -face, that's aggressive. But one touch, that's oh, nice. That's fine. Yeah, that's good. I like that personal contact. This is kind of a cool place. I mean, no one, first of all, no one ever gets to stand out here. Yeah. And uh, we're eating Chick-fil-A. As you walk in, they hand you a Chick-fil-A sandwich, and then you come back, and you smile, and they go... Would you like another one? You're yeah. like, yes, I absolutely want another one. Another one would be great. Yes. What is the best part of these trips for you? Um, I always get giddy when we get a police escort to the airport or police escort to the hotel. I just think that's the coolest thing. You feel like a VIP. Although, if anything happened, they would let our bus burn. Yeah, we're in the last bus with all the staff members on it, and no one cares about our yeah. bus. They'd save the players, save the coaches. We would burn, no problem. Especially in L.A., right, when the traffic is awful. Yeah. And you see people pulling over, and you drive by, and you look down at the motorist, and they're looking up at your bus like, what the, what the, fuck those guys. Yeah, and, then, and they're, uh, they're motorcycle police officers, so this is like their one moment of glory. They actually get to do something. They're weaving in and out of traffic. They're flip-flopping like they have a, a system. I don't know. It's cool. It's like they're escorting the president. Meanwhile, they're escorting a bunch of 20-year-olds and a bunch of 45- and 50-year-olds. We're following those 20-year-olds. Yeah. The people are like, who are you? Yeah, we're nobody. We got to uh, start making up some lies. Like, who are you guys? Uh, we could be, like, coach assistant coaches maybe. Yeah, we could uh, do that. Could be like, you could be the quarterback coach. Okay. And I could be the, the, the other. Linebackers the, the coach. The other coach. Tight end. Sometimes it's easier not to lie, but to not not lie. Somebody goes, hey, are you coach? Because, like, I'm walking around with my CU gear on. I go, sure. Yeah, I'm immunized. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, um, so what's something from when you were a kid that you still love doing? So we're not talking about like gross stuff, like touching myself. I still really enjoy it. Like when I was yeah, a not, kid, not that. What do you remember when you're like four, 13, 14 years old, and all of a sudden one day it just starts to feel amazing? And the day before it was nothing. It was utilitarian, and then for some reason, like the wind starts blowing a little bit different. Your corduroys start feeling a little bit different. Like you're like, oh. Oh, now I understand what everyone's been talking about. I think I was 19 when it happened. Come but on. <laughs> Is that before or after you mastered the flute? 
I never played the flute. <clears throat> I beg to differ. I have an entire PowerPoint presentation fake. about your flute prowess. They're fake, fake pictures. Uh, my one of my favorite things. So Dan and I have been best friends for thirty. Oh years? yeah, since college. It was, yeah. That's a long time. So like since the, the mid nineties. Which, when you say, oh, the 90s, you're it's not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, it's 25 years ago. Yeah, 25 years ago. Um, and when he got married, uh, he let me give a speech at his wedding, which I made up a lot of things. Yeah, it was a 35-minute, 45-minute PowerPoint presentation making fun of and, and making stuff up about me. I'd say... Only about 25% of it was accurate. Yeah, family that I hadn't seen in 10 years think, thinks that that's everything true about me. <laughs> And at one point, I think I made up that he was in the band and he played the flute. So did I have a picture? Yeah, you showed a senior picture of me holding my fake flute. <laughs> That's what it is. You gave me pictures. And no, my, mom, picture and my mom gave you pictures. Yeah. And I superimposed the flute on your senior picture. Yeah. And then went on like a multi-minute diatribe about your flute prowess. Meanwhile, you've never played the flute before no. in your life. I really enjoyed that. I mean, most, most of the pictures I incriminated myself because I looked terrible, but... Well, thanks for letting me do that, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. Best part of the wedding. That's fine. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, and, 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 uh, and the cake. Yeah. Uh, still married, by the way. Uh, how long have you been married? 20? No, not quite 20. I think 19. 20s next year. It's pretty impressive. That is impressive. What is the key, the secret to marriage, Dan? Um, we both like each other. Good. You and, and me? No. And uh, no. we're just patient people, I think. And, like, we put up with, like, the weird stuff about each other. Who is more patient? Oh, definitely me. <laughs> Although, Megan is, she puts up with me being, you know, like, lazy at times and just kind of, like, letting her stress about things more than me. I don't feel like lazy is the right word, though, because you're not lazy at all. You're one of the hardest working people that I know. But, I, yeah, I, I just let things go. You kind of have a laissez-faire attitude. I just, yeah, I decide what's important. Yeah. And then if it's not, I just don't think about it. That's right. If it's not, like, the Broncos or the Rockies or your kids, that's it. That's yeah. your top three. Mostly, that's it, yeah. So there's a there's a episode of Friends, and I've, to I've told your wife this before, the episode of Friends where... There's all these light switches in, in Joey and Chandler's apartment, and they're talking about it. And uh, they're like, what does that light switch do? do? And he's like, nothing. She's like, well, you live here all this time, and how can you not care what it does? He goes like this. Mm, and he shrugs his shoulders like this. this is not, that's you. That's exactly Dan, me. Dan, why don't you care about that? Like this. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Like, uh, it happened early in our relationship. Yours and mine? Megan, uh, Megan's and mine. Huh. Um we lived together, and uh, I left for work early, and she left a present for me at the top of the stairs. And I literally had to step over it to uh, get past to go to work. And she called me that day, and she's like, why didn't you get the present that I left you? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I left it at the top of the stairs. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't know what it was. It wasn't for me. I, I just walked by it. I'm not curious about that stuff. If it's not about me, I'm, I'm not opening it. That's funny. I never heard that story before. Yeah. So what was the present? Do you remember? I don't even. Nope. No idea. Now, when someone says, my dog left a present for me at the top of the stairs, I think of one thing, right? <laughs> yeah. If you were to say, uh, Gus left a present for us yeah. on the carpet. A steaming turd. Yeah. Yeah. So is that what it was? No, it was like a bag, like a gift bag with like, with 
tissue paper out. Like it yeah. was pretty obvious. Yeah. It was there. I assumed it was somebody else's. You know, we lived alone. Yeah. It's just the two of us. <laughs> that must be for someone yeah, else. She, maybe she left that for her lover. And I, I would have been like, wow, that was nice of her. <laughs> He's going to love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder, if, is it a self-esteem thing? Because you're like, well, that's probably not for me. Like your default isn't, is that is that mine? That's like a kid thing. The kids no. think if they see a present, it's got to be mine. Or yeah. where's mine? And you're like, no, that's not. I just don't notice stuff. Yeah. I did. She did. Like get, when you spilled on yourself yeah. earlier, you didn't even notice. Yeah. Well, uh, one one time, um, I got Megan got me back because uh, when we had our twins, so we have four kids and the youngest two are twins, you know, we didn't sleep for like two years. We were so tired. And one day Megan's like, she goes, hey, look, you, you shaved off your goatee. And I'm like, yeah, honey, I shaved it off like two months ago. She's like, no, you didn't do that. <laughs> and I, I took her over to the wall where we had our family pictures printed on the wall. And there I am with no goatee in our family pictures. Wow. She had no idea. Jeb did that one time. He shaved off the hair off one of his arms, just one. And I can't remember why. I think he like did it on accident. And he's like, well, I'm going to shave just one arm. And I'm going to see how long it takes Steph to notice. Do you remember this? Yeah. And he told us about it, <laughs> but he didn't tell her. And it took her like three weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And at the end of it, we all were laughing like, oh, it's so funny. She was so mad. Yeah. Because she didn't want to be the butt of the joke. I know. It's and so like, funny. Remember, she was like legitimately upset. So I brought up this story to her a couple months ago. Still not funny. Still not funny. Not funny. Nope. And she's such an easy person to like laugh at stuff. It's, that's, yeah. it's funny what gets you. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, I, I, I just don't notice things. Well, one thing we do notice is what an amazing day it is here, but it's going to be even nicer when we get to L.A. And we're going to go run the Hollywood sign tomorrow. All right? Did you bring your backpack? Yep. Okay, good. Got my... Dan and I, um, I want to say notoriously because no one else cares about it except us, but we always like to find some kind of adventure, whether it's a bike ride or a long run or a something to do while we're either on the road or even at home. That's actually my favorite thing of every trip. Even more, every time I go to the football game, I'm amazed by the pageantry and the fact we get to stand on the sidelines and, you know, work hard for something. But uh, but uh, the adventure of it is the best part. I love the bike ride. We just ride bikes around a city. You see it in a different way than anybody else gets to. It's awesome. So why do you think more people don't do it? Because we travel with an entire plane full of people. Let's call it 100 people. And yeah. no one else does it. And it's not like we're skirting responsibility. Like, we're given an X amount of time, free time, and we take advantage. A lot of people will, like, sleep or yeah. watch movies or walk to In-N-Out Burger. And we're like, no, fuck that. We're going to rent bikes and we're going to ride for 10 miles or whatever it is. Like, yeah, why do you think I don't, more people yeah, don't? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just their thought of a vacation or a whatever is relaxation yeah. but i find that now that once we started doing this when i take like i take my son henry to a baseball tournament and he has to get there an hour early to warm up i just go on a run for an hour just to see you know what brighton looks like because nobody you don't drive around it right or well, you take advantage of the time yeah it's to awesome. do something like that instead of like playing on your phone or yeah, most parents will like just sit there and go get coffee and then sit in their seats till the game goes on it's so boring yeah I just, I don't know. I, we both just like doing things. Yeah, it, I don't know. There, there's so many fun things to do, and I feel like we try to, like, pull people along with us, and we get a lot of, like, n n yeah. no. Why? No, why would I, we? Why would I do yeah. that? Like, yeah. 
Although, you know, you have four kids, and so sleep sometimes is at a premium. Probably not so much anymore because no. they're older, but yeah. back in the day. Back in the day it was. When our kids are little, I mean, our, when our twins were born, our oldest was five. So we had four kids, five and under, and we didn't sleep. So, like, if you could, you, you would. Now it doesn't even matter. Like, we go to bed at 10. Yeah. We go to bed at 11, midnight. We're going to wake up, like, with the same five, six hours of sleep no matter what. Do you look at the kids at this point and you go, just put yourselves to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go to bed and you think, they may or may not do that. It's fine. No, because I, I have to wake them up in the morning. It's so hard. Is it? Okay. So I do that with my, with my kids. I'll go, guys, I'm going to bed. Please go to bed in the next hour. And then I leave and I don't worry about it. Yeah. If, if they do it or not, eh. <laughs> it's probably It probably works. I, I mean, mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we have times when my kids are tired, they'll just go up and go to sleep. And all yeah. of a sudden, they're in bed to sleep. Or you put them in bed, leave the room, come back in, and they're down. They're gone. Yeah. Or they fight it so hard. Yeah. And they fall asleep anyway, but they leave, like, their lights on. Or uh, My youngest will go, will put himself to bed constantly. He, he will just go, I'm tired. And he'll just walk away and go to sleep. My oldest will fight. He's the kind of fight sleep. He'll stay up as long as he can, watching TV, reading books. See, we have a neighbor like that. You'll be hanging out, like, having wine together and stuff, and then all of a sudden he's gone. Yeah. And you're Irish like, goodbye? You're like, where did he go? Yeah. He's asleep. The Irish goodbye yeah. is the greatest thing ever. I wish I had that ability. Just to walk away? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to miss anything. It's called FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. You're like, well, if I leave now, what if something cool happens? Exactly. Yeah, it's not me. Um, I used to do that all the time because I would get tired. And now I go, well, if I, if I do that, maybe next time I won't get invited. That's, I'm always yeah. afraid of not being invited to like stuff. Like anyone would not invite you. Sometimes. What kind of people would not invite Derek There's to stuff? There's a lot of people that are like, who? They forget. The Yacht Club? Nope. No. Not going. Um, I just I never want to miss out on something. Or when you hear a story about how great someone was, and you're like, oh. I, I wish, missed I it. Wish I, fuck, son of a. As soon as I left... Dave Chappelle showed up. Yeah. Did an impromptu show in their living room. Did that, were you with me the time we went to uh, Comedy Works? And Dave Chappelle was after his whole Africa fiasco. Uh-uh. He just showed up and did like 90 minutes. Wow. It was pretty amazing. Was he good? Was he any good? He's fantastic. You've heard of him. <laughs> I've heard of him, yeah. Uh, who is your current favorite comedian? That's somebody, something we talk about quite a bit as comedians. Oh, that's a good question. Who's your favorite while well, I'm thinking? Uh, we've been listening to a lot of Tom Segura lately. We <laughs> saw him in concert. He was very good. Uh, we really like him. There's a guy named, uh, damn it. So Jeb and Steph and I looked at our Nate Bergazzi. You know that right. name? Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And then Charity loves David Spade, who's not a new name, but he does stand-up. And you don't really know that much about his stand-up, but David yeah. Spade's stand-up is very good. I don't know that I can pick out a favorite. I'm not good with names, so I'm like, that guy's funny. Yeah. The guy with the face? Yeah. And she, really funny. Well, that's never true because women comedians are just not that funny. <laughs> They're not funny. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, so, uh, I remember Adam Carolla one time was doing this thing, and they someone asked him, like, hey, who's funnier, men or women? And he's like, well, I think, I think men are funnier. I mean, there's plenty of really funny women, but I think probably in general men are funnier. And it was like... Adam Carolla says women aren't funny, and he said it's followed him around for years. Yeah. So this is the reason why I don't think you or I should ever become successful or famous or anything is because all the shit that we talk will be used against us. So let's just keep the podcast small. Okay. Sounds good. And That's not, why it's not blown up And on not purpose. put ourselves out on the limb with Good anything idea. ever. It'll get back to my 
teaching. They're yes. going to fire me. I'm going right. to lose uh, hundreds of dollars. So let's make up a new career for you. So uh, he's, Dan is currently the union chief of the United Pipe Fitters Union. Ooh, I could do that. Pipe fitters. Yeah. You're famous for laying pipe and uh, piping. And, and welding and, and stuff. Welding. Um, I met a guy today. We're doing some work on our basement. And, uh, you and the, me? We? You, you and I. You okay. and I. You and I sex. Yeah. Unisex. <laughs> I don't know why he calls it excess. There's not room for excess anything in the underwear. <laughs> no, it's unisex. Maybe you need sex. I had sex a couple days ago. No, you and I sex. I'm not going to pass that up. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, we're doing, uh, we're some, doing work some work in your basement. So uh, we're having work done because I am the least handy person of all time. Oh, you're I mean, very handsy, handsy, but not handy. Correct. You're a thousand times handier than me. A thousand times. Thank you. Um, so we're having a guy come over. And so we had a guy come over to do plumbing today. He walks in. His name is Steve. He has an assistant. His assistant's name is Steve. So oh. the Steves. I say something about the Steves. Neither one of them laugh. Okay. And I go to shake the first guy's hand. And I've never felt like less of a man than when you shake the hands of a guy who does real work for a living. Yeah. You know, like big, strong, rough, rugged hands. You're yeah. like, Jesus, I've got these pussy computer software shooting video hands. Yeah. Mark Johnson could make a bag yes. out of those hands. Yes. That guy, well, that guy is like roping and wrestling horses and shit yeah. for a living. Do you ever notice that when you shake the hands of a guy like oh, does yeah. real work? And you're yeah. like, God, I'm soft. Yeah. Or when you move furniture, you're like, your hands hurt the next day. And meanwhile, these guys are doing the shit for a living. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. Mine, like, I get paper cuts on Kleenex sometimes, which is probably not good. <laughs> so um, can you give me another example of why you're not the toughest guy that I know? Why I'm not the toughest? <laughs> yeah, why you're not the toughest guy that I know. Oh. I think I mean when you spilled on your jacket, I think you said "fooey." That's not that's not. It's tough. not really tough. Like, oh, I mean, fooey. I tripped earlier and I said, "Oh, I fell on my bottom." <laughs> is that uh, not manly at all? What is the name of that character? Homer Simpson. Oh no, wait. no, it's the kid. Yeah, uh, Bart Simpson. No, no. Say something friend. cool. Say something cool. <laughs> I fell <laughs> on my bottom. bottom. <laughs> no, the the nerdy kid, Wiggum, uh, Ralph Wiggum. Oh, Ralph. I don't know that. I choo choo choose you. <laughs> I, I sleep in a drawer. <laughs> yeah, and it's got a picture of a train. <laughs> All right. So what else do we want to talk about? We didn't make any notes. I know. Anything with the kids? Anything new with your kids? Uh, Gavin just finished his first year of football. Really liked it. He was on the C team, so that was his like introduction into like just learning the game of football, and he did pretty good. Yeah, the videos I saw, expertly edited, looked amazing. He's going to, if he ever wants to play any kind of high-level football, he will have the best recruiting film. Nice. Whether or not he's good at it or not, TBD. Yeah, and that, that worked out for uh, for my kids, too. My son, Theo, um, was quarantined last spring, so he wasn't able to do his baseball tryouts. And so I uh, took some amateur video, sent it to Derek, and uh, he's put together a little video to hardcore like like hair metal music what was the song you remember i don't, I don't even remember, remember. but uh it was great and he got uh, drafted on a team and they all all commented on the video fantastic yeah so if he becomes a big leader one day we'll say that's where it started they yeah and they even staven said you know you looked great throwing to him when he was catching uh, i think it was the music i think it was the video right right so, so. some like uh, poignant slow-mo 
Yeah. And really, like, I think you were clenching your butt a lot, so you actually look quite good. I wore tight pants. I borrowed some of Megan's. Ah, nice. Yeah. Have you ever accidentally put on your wife's pants and they fit? And you're like, oh, I'm not going to tell her about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't. She doesn't want to, She doesn't want to know, and I don't want anyone else to That's know. That's right. Well, I mean, if we put it on the podcast, she's not going to listen. I won't send it to her. By pants, you mean underwear, right? Yeah. Um, Charity's pants are about the size of, like, one of my arms. Yeah. So sometimes I, when I do the laundry, I pick them up and look at them, and I just start laughing. <laughs> and they're just so small. I'm dating a child. I know. They're little pants. She wears, like, size one. A 31-year-old child. That's right. 31? She uh, And how many months? Yeah. Then. 31 and, and 240 months. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that. Oh, she'll get mad about that. I'll keep that to myself. Yeah. Uh, well, so the team has arrived. They're all boarding. Uh, we should probably go take our seats. Yep. What do you think? I think so, so they don't uh, give them away. What do okay, you should we uh, shut it down or should we continue later? I think we should continue later. Okay, we'll continue later. So we take a hard pause so we can take this quick flight to L.A. And we'll write down some materials so it's interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, in 24 hours, so we just took a little break. Sometimes, like, when people do a, a TV broadcast or a radio broadcast, they take a short break, like to go to the bathroom or have a cigarette or something. We took a 24-hour break. And it was a great break. It was a great break. What did we do in the last 24 hours, Dan? We walked into downtown Glendale. Oh, I guess we flew on a plane here. Yeah, we did. Yep. And then uh, had a great dinner and drinks. And then... We were there for quite a while. Quite a while. I mean, it was a good four-hour session. Yep. And then... Um, it was the first restaurant I've ever been in where they don't have utensils. Yeah, that was weird, right? We tried to get I tried to get a knife so we could cut our our burger in half, and he literally pointed to the sign that said "No utensils." And he took the burger away. And they and took it the back, burger, cut. cut it in the kitchen, and brought it back. That's weird. Are they trying to save money that way? I, I don't know. I guess you don't have to wash them. Oh, okay. Um, and, and then we uh, got up early this morning and ran from the Greek theater up to the observatory and then up further to the Hollywood sign. And back. And back. And it was fantastic. It was about, uh, what, about an 80-minute run? About eight, eight and a half miles. Yeah. Uh, great weather. Fantastic weather. Yeah, it was so nice. And uh, I'm pretty sure we were the only ones from Colorado there. I, I didn't recognize anyone. Yep. No one said, hey, Dan. You're like, yeah. oh, hi. And Derek thought it was funny that I said good morning to everyone we passed it was like running with the fucking mayor like every person you're like good morning and people are like oh now to be fair no one said hello to us first it was always you to them so it makes you the nicest person in los it angeles it was great and they all seem happy yeah. they were like well hello <laughs> there's those two ladies that had like a like a like a deep louisiana or maybe a haitian accent yeah that you're like oh i like that accent yeah the accent was nice and i never would have known if i hadn't said good morning can you can you do like an impression of what you said good morning and they went Good morning. No, yeah, I don't know what it was. No, it was awful. Yeah. Um, so a great day. Like the weather here, like no duh, the weather in L.A. is amazing. There hasn't been one cloud the entire day. No. It's like 75 degrees. Palm trees love it. Everywhere. Yeah. So There's I can some see. Some are like 50 feet tall. It's amazing. I mean, we did have, um, these, are no, these are revelations. These are all no duh things. But the weather here is great. There's tons of stuff to do here. Like Southern California has everything. You could see the ocean while we're on a mountain. Yep. Weather was great. And then we went to go get something to eat, and we had 40,000 options. And we chose the Italian deli that looked like it was from the 70s. It was awesome. It was really cool. It was really yeah. good. It lacked, uh, we need some veggies and maybe a little bit of mustard, but it was pretty authentic bread. The bread was fantastic. It was just a bu- like like slices 
on top of slices of meat. Like thin slice, like yeah. prosciutto or whatever. Yeah, all different kinds of like ham and prosciutto and things. And it was uh, their Italian, what do they call it? The Italian sandwich? Yeah. Or the sandwich. The sandwich. And, it, and you just grabbed one. It was already wrapped, yeah. paid for it, walked out. You didn't have a choice. It, it was, was like um, when you go to China, they don't have Chinese food. It's just called food. food. Yeah. Yeah. Just food. Exactly. Uh, and then we got a coffee and went to a park in Pasadena. And I want to talk about the guy. Yeah. This guy was walking around. I mean, there's at one side of the park, there's a kid's birthday party, like balloons and kids running around. And this guy walks through with this huge speaker, just on his own, just blaring rap music. Hardcore rap music. MF in this and... But it wasn't even like a like a ghetto blaster like on your on your shoulder with the big speakers. It almost looked like a piece of luggage. Yeah, that a was a speaker, and he was just walking around. It just walking around near people to blare his music. I don't like. Uh, my question is always, what is that guy's objective? Is he thinking everyone needs to hear what I have to listen to, or is he crazy, or is he bored? What I is, I like, don't know, or maybe he lost a bet. Like he had to do that as yeah. part of a scavenger hunt or yeah. something. <laughs> Um, Pasadena was pretty cool, pretty crowded. Yeah. Um, and then came back, and I took a monster 30-minute nap, like the kind of nap where you lay down and you fall asleep. Window open, TV on, 30 minutes. Nice. So fantastic. And I laid down for two hours at least, and I fell asleep, but and it was kind of a haze, but it wasn't, like, restful. I mean, it helps that you didn't have your roommate there because Dan had a roommate on this trip uh, separate from Charity and I. And uh, had Clay been there, he probably would have just stared at you sleeping the yeah, whole time. Yeah, you would just stood next to the bed and just Are you stared. Sleeping? Are you sleeping? Snapping pictures. Like that kid from, uh, what is that, Wedding Crashers? That yeah. uh, when Vince Vaughn wakes up, that guy with the weird haircut staring at him. Paints him. Yeah. That's so creepy. <laughs> that painting is a gift and I'm going to keep when it. When was the last time you shared a room with a stranger? Like I don't know. Roommate. I mentioned it to my wife and she's like, that's strange. Yeah. That's I'm, weird. I mean, a lot of people on the road, you got to double up on rooms. Yeah. But usually it's someone you work with or someone in your department or whatever. Nope, nope, just random. Now, he's our friend, Clay, and uh, I know him pretty well, but you don't know him at all. No. And you guys did have drinks together last night. We did. Just to kind of like warm each other up. Exactly. Both went to the same university. Yep. Lived in the same house at one point or another. Yeah, true. So, yeah, we have stuff in common. He threatened to sleep in the bathtub if he felt uncomfortable with your um, aggressive... Ness, <laughs> if there is any. If I needed to snuggle or anything. He's right. like, I'm going to sleep in the bathtub. Those aren't pillows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're headed to the stadium here pretty soon. Excited to walk around the Rose Bowl. Um, one of the weirder things about the Rose Bowl is it's like 15 to 20 miles away from the UCLA campus. So it's not really a home stadium, even though that's their home stadium. Yeah, that's what I said. Can we walk around campus? Cause some of these, you can walk around campuses and see some of the buildings and stuff. And Derek's like, it's 20 miles away, so that's going to be inconvenient. Yes. I mean, you can do that. You can do whatever you want if you have the time. If you have time. Yeah. We don't have time to do that. Uh, so we're going to walk around the stadium. The stadium. Well, Just I mean, as good. I mean, it's the Rose Bowl. It it's is amazing. the Rose Bowl. Have you, you've never been to the Rose Bowl never. before. Nope. It's a pretty cool place. I mean, it is the Rose Bowl, but at the same time, <sighs> once you walk around it, that's it. Huh. All right. Hopefully the press box meal is really good. Um, So this is your second trip of the year. These trips are, I told Jeremy this when we did podcasts from Berkeley, California. Like These trips are super fun on their own, but they're infinitely more fun when you and he come on the trip. Yeah, it's so fun because it's like quality time. For me, this is like a buddy trip. Yeah, kind of. I mean, we still have work to do, but it's not that hard. Uh, and it's super fun. Yeah, exactly. And we're both wearing shorts, and we're in Southern California. Yeah, and we because we like went out and did all these things, and now we're actually going to go to a football game at the Rose Bowl. 
It's yeah. going to be amazing. It's a working trip, dude. Yeah. It's a business trip. It's going to be incredible. I think we're going to really lift the team's spirits, just us being there. Uh-huh. Are you going to try to give the pregame speech? Like, are you just going to charge in? And right as coach stands up, you're just going to kind of step in front yep. of him? And, and I'm going to do that. You're a bear, man. You're just what? bear. And they're just little bunnies just sitting there. You're just batting them around. You're a bear. You need to kill those bunnies. How long do you think you could get away with doing that before someone removed you? They'll recognize it. When I used to coach high school volleyball, I gave that speech once. And they played the best match of their life. And they're like, that is incredible, that speech. And I'm like, no. Made it up. And I'm like, yeah, made it up. Yeah. It's not from the movie Swingers. No. None of those yeah. kids have seen that movie anyway. No. Yeah. no, what I'm saying is. If you were to go into the locker room and right as coach gave the speech, you hopped up and started rah-rahing it, yeah. how long do you think you could go before someone removed you? Yeah, I think probably about 10 seconds. 10 seconds? Yeah. And another thing, and a boosh, and then like shoved in a locker or thrown out yeah. on the street. It would be totally worth it, though. Yeah, the wedgie is just uncalled for. Mm. They'd do that. You don't want to get a wedgie from an offensive no. lineman because those guys are strong. And the waistband in your underwear, there's no way it can put up with that kind of tension. No. Can I tell my Southern California dude story from when we were in college? Yes. Okay, so I uh, dated this girl from California, and her brother came out. And I'm she was in the mafia, right? Yeah, that's the rumor, yeah. Okay. Her dad owned the waste management company in San Jose, the 10th largest co- city in the country. And yeah. so when we broke up, my friends wouldn't stay next to me for any length of time in yeah. case the shots missed. <laughs> There's constantly like a white dot on you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, her right brother now. comes out, and she's like, just loves her brother. She talks him up all the time. And so I'm like, oh, I got to get in good with him. And so I'm like, hey, how how is it going? I heard you're just you're going to college. He's like, he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> how's your school? He's like, well, three years ago, Playboy magazine ranked my school number one in the country with the hottest girls on campus. And two years ago. <laughs> Playboy magazine. You sound like Keanu Reeves. And this is exactly how he sounded. Playboy magazine ranked my school number three (laughs) in the country with the hottest girls on campus. And well, I don't know what we were ranked last year, but you know like when you're walking across campus and two girls are walking towards you and one girl's hot and the other girl's not? And I'm like, yeah? He goes, well, at my school, they're both hot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I slammed my drink yeah. and looked at it, and I'm like, man, i got to go fill my drink. I'll talk to you later. And we didn't talk again. I wish you could see Dan's face as he tells that story because <laughs> it it really uh, sets the stage it was, for your Keanu Reeves impression, yeah. but that's really how he sounded. It was fascinating. It was fascinating. I'm like, oh, my God. What was the school? Uh, I think it was Sac State. Uh, it was a junior college. They have a really good club volleyball program. Is Sac State a junior college? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe no, it's an actual they have, college. Uh, I believe they're the Hornets. Oh. Hornets, huh? I think CSU played Sac State in football many moons ago. Yeah. And uh, postscript to that story is uh, he got arrested oh. like a couple Drugs. years later. No, thank you. Oh. I mean, yes, it was. Okay. Oh. He had so much weed that they thought he was intent to sell. Yeah. And I think he was just going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> um. When you say whenever you say drugs, that reminds me of Charlie Sheen's yeah. scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He goes, "Drugs." She goes, "No, thanks. Thank you, I'm no, straight. I'm straight." Yeah, no, I mean, no, I'm, are you in here for drugs? What are you in here for? Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you th- stick your thumb up your butt? Oh, it's the best. And he's like, so great. He stares <laughs> at his thumb. <laughs> That's uh, Charlie Sheen's best acting role, I think, of yeah. all time. That's Jennifer Grey before she got her nose job. Oh yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. 
And she became Jennifer Aniston's best friend on Cheers. Or on uh, Friends. Friends. Wow. Wow, I jumped back um, a decade. She, yeah, she was uh, Barry's wife. If like, I don't like that when they have multiple people that play the same character because it's confusing. Yes. Confusing to me. Uh, all right, the bus is starting to fill up. We're going to pull out. Um, excited <laughs> for the game today. You said pull out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, lunch without Jer. Dan, lunch thanks without for sitting Jer. in. Hey, thanks for letting me sit in. It was semi-entertaining. <laughs> <laughs>